Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox titled Your 30s in Deciding Not to Settle. So let's get started. Um, when I, I want to talk about, you know, what it means to be 30. So 30 is not old, but it's certainly not 20. And truthfully, it comes out of nowhere. And as much as you prepare yourself, read, ask your friends um, and associates, it's still jarring. Um, and the shock isn't that you are 30, because honestly, you look the same. You probably feel the same. The shock is that you did not realize you phased out of youthful culture. Like you used to know the latest songs. Now you don't just know them. You have to search for them and you have to ask, you know, your younger friends. So you have to ask your sister, your younger sister, a brother, like, what is that? Who is that? Um, you know, there was a time where you used to go out with your girlfriends, but now you have to call them ahead of time and let them know because they need to find a sitter or they need to check in with their husbands. And to add insult to injury, every time you go to a friend or family event, the expectation is to be at a certain place in life. And when you aren't, folks kind of think, you know, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you there? Um, 30 isn't hard. It isn't sad. Your life isn't over. It's none of that. But it is jarring. And that jarring part is that expectation to perform a certain way to be established, to be stable, to know yourself. And often you just aren't there yet. So you hop and skip into these stages that are expected from you and you rush into it with a goal in mind. Then you accept any old thing because you just want to prove to others that there's nothing wrong with you. And the truth is you aren't naturally flowing into these goals. You aren't letting people unravel and show themselves so that you can choose wisely. You are rushing and bypassing red flags um, that let you know that this isn't your person. Or you're bypassing interview answers that clearly show you that the company is not well organized. Or you're bypassing red flags from friends just because they were there so long and you don't want to be lonely. When you decide to accept these things and they seem small and when you decide to um, when you decide that this is the best life that you want or that you will have. Unfortunately, majority of the times it does not work. It doesn't work because though you may think you are doing a good job convincing yourself that all these things are okay, your mind, your body, your spirit, it will rebel against this. It'll let you know that, um, actually, I think you can do better. Um, and you will show yourself. Trust me, I know this. So 30 year old settling is subtle. Um, often only, you know, or your friends know, but they love you too much to tell you that this is not the best you can do. You know, this is not the best you can do. This is not the best you can have from life. 30 year old settling is not fully committing to mediocre, but it's kind of sort of embracing it. And I understand that sometimes you just don't have the fight in you and good enough is, well, you know, it's good enough. But for those of you who want excellent, 
Um, I have some tips to keep you going for for when you just kind of want to give up and settle and just say, fuck it, I want I'll just take what's there. So let's start. Number one, you have to get to know yourself. You don't know what you really need until you get in tune with your emotions. And that means you have to get comfortable with very uncomfortable emotions. And you have to be brave enough to express them. You have to believe that your community around you has the ability to handle your emotions. And they can. Emotions don't really mean anything. They hold no weight. It's the actions behind them. So you can tell someone, I'm feeling a bit frustrated or I feel a bit insecure. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling that. There's nothing, there's nothing that, that's going to harm them. Your community can hold that. So express it. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, you meet a new friend or a romantic partner. In theory, you should get along peachy king. But for some reason, um, something is off and you can't quite put your finger on it. So you check in with yourself. Uh, You ask yourself questions like, was I having a bad day? Does this person remind me of someone? Do they align with um, my core values? Was it something they said? Are we vibing? Which reminder, that is a valid reason. Vibing, like I just am not feeling you is a valid reason. You don't have to sort through that. You don't have to ask if you're insecure. You can just not like people. And write out your emotions. And when you're ready to kind of settle on how you feel, when you're ready, when you know how you feel, make a decision. Or you may need another hangout session to see how you feel with them again. Either way, all decisions are stemming from you and your needs. My next point, deciding to aim high, it really does take a lot of bravery. You have to be brave in this decision because there's going to be a time where you are going to be tested. And it's going to look like you walking away from something that seemed promising, but wasn't enough or walking away from someone who looks good on paper, but isn't enough or denying a job that does not fully have your requirements. You will have to choose between good enough or walking away. And the second you make a firm decision, fear will come up and it will ask you, um, did you do the right thing? Are you sure? And to answer that, if you prioritize yourself, and preserve your joy with this with this decision then yes if you believe that folks jobs environments are up to your standard then yes this was a good decision that's how you know you made a good decision next point mourn feel sad about these relationships that you had to walk away from You know, just because something doesn't meet your standard, it doesn't mean that you don't have feelings attached to them. Mourn. Mourning is an essential step. It is a preventative step that slows down or stops you from changing your mind and going back to what you know is not good for you. Mourning gives you the space to feel those aches, to cry, to feel alone, to feel sad, to feel like you missed out, to get upset that it did not work out, to feel angry about things not going your way. Um, to get angry about your predictions. You can have all those emotions and feel them. You don't have to act on them, but you can feel them. Mourning is the space for you to feel everything that you may be embarrassed about feeling. And remember, when you let it all out, you give yourself space for new things to come in. My next point, you have to be dedicated and committed to those standards. And that means you cannot aim high unless you commit wholeheartedly to yourself. 
If you need to do a ceremony to ensure that you are dedicated to you, then do it. Um, I know that I have a poet that I loved. Her name was Aya de Leon, and she wrote a piece a long time ago about marrying herself. And she actually did a whole ceremony marrying herself. She gave herself a ring. She invited her friends. She wrote out vows and she committed to herself. Now, it doesn't have to be as grand as that, but you can do things and have ceremonies to ensure that you are committed to you. You got to decide how you want to live and be in this world and choose people and places that compliment you, grow you up, encourage you, love you, hold you when you are vulnerable and take the weight off you when you are tired. When you commit to your standards, you are saying to yourself that I will uphold these things that I define that will keep my life in the purest state of joy. Next point, standards evolve as your self-esteem evolves. The truth is, if you don't believe you are worthy, what you define for yourself will be limited. You won't expect much from others. You will accept enough and choose low hanging fruit. Now, I wouldn't be sad about that or dismayed. You know, standards aren't permanent and they are always ever evolving. If you feel that if you feel bad about those statements, evolve, make your standards higher and commit to them. But remember, as you rebuild your self-esteem, you will start to believe that you deserve more. And instead of settling for roommates, for example, you may decide to work harder so that you can live alone or the decision. um, You know, you can make these different decisions uh, for yourself, but they're going to be based on what you believe that you are worthy of or what you believe that you can have. All right. My next point, and this is a really big point, you may be alone. You may be alone. Your friends may not be on board with your commitment to a life that reaches the highest joy. They may take offense to your decision to aim high. And in those moments, you have to be sure you carved out, carved out an intimate relationship with yourself. Have a diverse community and be okay with others not agreeing. An intimate relationship ensures that you can stand alone in your decisions, validate yourself and supply your own joy because happiness comes with inside and you can stir it up at any time. A diverse community is an expansive community. And what I mean by that, it is having a network large enough to reach out to other friends when you are discussing your standards, other friends who are on board. You don't have to, you know, have these discussions with, you know, your, your, close friends who may not be interested in you aiming high bring it to others finally be okay with folks not agreeing you don't have to fall silent you also don't have to defend yourself because these other folks aren't living in your body you can state your standards and leave folks where they are you also don't and another point you don't have to even state your standards Just know that the only person who has the power to define and uphold your standards is you. So who the fuck cares about what they think, their input, if they believe, if they agree, if they disagree, it does not matter because you are the only person living in your body. My last point, and I really, 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 really want you guys to take this to heart. Have hope. Have hope. Social media is a dirty game. It is a dirty, dirty game insofar as it can remove hope with one scroll. 
Don't let these stories, these videos or pictures deter you from setting a high standard for yourself. Their stories are not yours. Their experiences are not yours. Their experiences in no way impacts your trajectory. So keep them out of mind and out of sight. And also, I really kind of take your take your power. You are in control of you, meaning if you don't want to suffer, you can leave. You can take yourself out of the equation. You know, before you used to think you had to suffer, endure, struggle, fight, argue, try to convince someone to see your side. You don't have to do that. You can say, hey, this is what I like. This is what I need. We can work on trying to figure out how we can do this. Um, but these, this needs to be done. This needs to be done or I'm going to take myself out of the equation. And that's hopeful. Because that means that, you know, for a fact that you don't have to struggle because you are in control of you. And on that note, practice aiming high. Use these guidelines, rules or tips and tidbits to really help you Stay aiming high. You deserve it. Take care, Charlie. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.